Hello from the Financial Times in London. I'm Michael Hunter and this is News in Focus, where we offer our insights into the stories that matter. Sterling has taken a beating in the currencies market this week, falling to a fresh two-year low against the US dollar on Tuesday. With me to discuss why this has happened and who will be affected is our Capital Markets Editor, Katie Martin. Katie, there's a lot of Brexit in this. There's a lot of new government policy and a new way that we're looking at a potential disorderly departure from the EU. What's the main trigger? What's the main fear in the markets? As you say, there is a whole lot of Brexit going on in this. So the currency markets, in terms of sterling at least, have gone the best part of nowhere for months and months and months because the market has not been able to figure out what's going to happen with Brexit. And you can forgive traders for that, right? It's been very complicated. One thing we have now since the arrival of Boris Johnson as Prime Minister is a little bit more clarity around what's going to happen. And the markets think that he is pushing towards a no-deal Brexit. And put very simply, currency markets, just they, they just don't like it. Sterling doesn't like it. The markets see it as a threat to UK growth and they see it as a threat to UK interest rates. So it's been very damaging for sterling. Ever since Miss Johnson came to office best part of a week ago, the market has been falling, and we have seen some pretty abrupt falls in sterling against all major currencies over the past couple of days. And this week, it's been really quite notable that that's picked up in momentum and speed. It's happened in Asian trading hours, and then in London hours, it hasn't turned around as sometimes it has done in the past. Do you get a sense from the people you're talking to in the markets that there's a lot of real foreign money that's invested in UK denominated assets and sterling that's that's now getting really quite worried about this? Yeah, I get the impression that there's people taking money out of the UK, but I also get the impression that there's a lot of speculative accounts that are involved in this, you know, that... Selling sterling is a pretty easy way to trade Brexit. It's the way to trade Brexit. So, you know, a few months ago, I remember HSBC were talking about sterling as the unofficial opposition. You know, when it was quite difficult to figure out what the differences in opinion were between the main political parties, sterling was the thing that told you that it didn't like what the government was doing. Sterling's playing that role again. And yeah, the moves have been pretty abrupt. And I think there is potentially further to run. Now, there's a very open question around how much of an ugly deal free Brexit is priced in. That is an imprecise science. It's not really possible to say with any degree of certainty around that. But it's certainly fair to say that the consensus is that if this actually does happen, if we do pull out of the EU at the end of October without a deal, there is more downside, as people say. There's definitely more room for sterling to fall. And maybe some suggesting as far as parity, as far as one pound equals one dollar. Yeah, I got a message from a fund manager yesterday who I know who quite rightly says if sterling manages to fall as low as parity, buy it all day long. It's very, very difficult to imagine that it can fall that heavily. We're currently trading about 122.50 against the dollar. It's very hard that it can fall that hard and stay there for any amount of time. There would be some very serious bargain hunters looking around if we got anywhere close to that level. That's an extreme outlook. But it's not so extreme to think it could fall to 120, under 120, down to about $1.10. And with it around there, who are the winners? Well, it's difficult to see that the Brits are. For one thing, although it's not everyone's most pressing concerns, very bad news for the Bucket and Spade Brigade, who are packing up their Factor 50 and heading to the Med. It's precisely at holiday time. It's precisely when, you know, the average people on the street 
feel exchange rates is when they're going on holiday and they, you know, they look at the price of their sangria and they think, how much? So this is going to hurt. But on paper, it's good for British exporters. But the problem is that the reason that sterling is falling is because people think that we might be heading towards a form of Brexit that doesn't really have any kind of framework for exports with the EU, that doesn't have the same kind of trading arrangements. You look at what's happened with Vauxhall, suggesting it might need to pull out of Ellesmere Port for car production if we pull out of the EU without a deal. Is a weaker pound going to be enough to counteract that kind of disruption? It's quite difficult to see that it would be. And there's also a concern just around living standards in the UK. So I think that they're either ONS stats or Bank of England stats that show that a 5% drop in the pound means an almost percentage point rise in the inflation rate over the medium term. So you'll notice the cost of petrol starting to rise. You'll notice the cost of electronic goods start to rise, toys, that sort of thing, food. So there is a genuine impact on people's bottom line. And also there's plenty of academic work out there that shows that in terms of boosting exports, a weak pound has proven to be quite poor medicine in the fairly recent past. You know, sterling fell very heavily after the crisis in 2008. Was there a massive rocket in UK exports? No, not that anybody noticed. After 2015, sterling on a trade-weighted basis has fallen 12%. And over that period, the value add to the economy from exports has been up by a microscopic degree. The growth just isn't there. The UK is not a rising force as a share of global trade as a result of sterling being weaker, either since 08 or since the 2016 referendum. So... It's difficult to see why, especially with the terms of trade potentially shifting as much as they will, why a weak sterling this time around should make that much of a difference to UK exports. Meanwhile, importers, the damage is obvious. If you're one of the companies that we've been speaking to recently that, for example, imports cheese or olive oil from the euro area, your prices are just going up and up and up and up and up the more the sterling falls. And we can, of course, expect those to be passed on to us. Yep. Meanwhile, on the FTSE 100, where there are lots of multinational companies listed in London who earn revenue abroad and some of them repatriate it into sterling as part of their quarterly reporting process, those guys are going to be benefiting here, aren't they? Yeah, very happy days for the FTSE 100, which is a very international index. You know, it's the FTSE, it's the UK index, but it's got a whole load of miners in there and it's got all sorts of different companies that earn lots of revenues in dollars. This is fantastic for their shareholders, don't get me wrong. There is a very clear relationship between sterling falling and the FTSE rising. So happy days for people who've got FTSE exposure. But certainly lots of fund managers are looking around at UK-specific domestic stocks and thinking, hmm, how are they going to get through this situation? And that's a slightly different picture. And more of those on the 250, which also overlaps a bit with the FTSE 100, but we've seen there more problems with UK-focused stocks like house builders, retail chains. Yeah, you've got to be a little bit nimble. What it all means for the UK government bond market, meanwhile, is just anybody's guess. It depends on a lot of things. Certainly... A no-deal Brexit would make it extremely difficult for the Bank of England to raise interest rates. You know, bets on it actually cutting rates have started to ramp up over the past few days. And of course, BOE forward guidance that the next UK rate move could actually be an increase is looking really out of date now, isn't it? Yeah, it is looking somewhat out of date. So if the Bank of England were to cut rates, then all things being equal, that would be bullish for UK government bonds. But on the other hand... 
if Boris Johnson follows through with this massive spending pledge to try and soften the blow, then all things being equal, that would weaken UK government bonds. So it's a little bit of a mess. And mix into all that the fact that when people get really nervous, they tend to gravitate towards government bond markets that should be supportive. So that's a bit of a gooey picture on the bond side, on the fixed income side. The cleanest way to trade Brexit, if that's what you really want to do, do it through sterling. And therefore, if Boris Johnson can get concessions from the EU that Theresa May could not, if he is able to get progress there and bring something to Parliament that looks like it can get through, what's the upside for sterling? Oh, it's pretty substantial. I mean, I'm sure you remember that happy night of the referendum in 2016 when we were all toiling away in the newsroom. Sterling was at $1.50. It feels like eons ago now, but it it was at $1.50 and it's not very difficult at all to imagine it getting back up to about $1.40, $1.45 in the event that we did get some sort of breakthrough. There is still what we call two-way risk in sterling. It's just that at the moment people are tilting (laughs) towards the more bearish outlook. And it's very unusual, isn't it, to have quite so much upside and quite so much downside in a major currency, in a G7 currency. So whatever happens, there are people who are going to have to watch this very, very carefully. Yeah, very carefully. And that's why people have been so reluctant to get involved in either direction in sterling for such a long time. You know, people who've been looking for a reason to start selling to try and make some money out of it have been thwarted over the past few months. People have been looking to buy on the hope that we might get some sort of breakthrough. They've been thwarted. So it's kind of been this Mexican standoff and it's now starting to crack. There are some shots being fired. Um, You know, Boris Johnson has said anyone who bets against Sterling will lose their shirt. Well, he's been wrong so far, but certainly the kind of hedge fund community thinks there's money to be made out there if the wheels really do come off if we really do head out of the EU without a deal, then selling sterling should be a money spinner. Have you bought your holiday money? Yes, I have. I'm quite smug about it, but not as smug as I was at the time when I bought my holiday euros three days before the referendum in 2016. <laughs> I did buy my holiday money a few days ago. The rate's still pretty horrible, but it's better than it could be. And I'm all right because I'm going to the new forest, whereas I've remarked before, everyone accepts dollars. And Bitcoin, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> Plenty ahead for Sterling, of course. You can keep up with all of it at ft.com forward slash markets and FastFT. Thanks, Katie. And thank you to you for listening. Don't forget, if you missed our recent episodes on the Brexit hopes of Britain's left-behind communities, the campaign for justice for a murdered Saudi Arabian journalist, or why stock exchanges are turning into data businesses, you can find them all on the usual podcast platform. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.